I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Spella is dead, tired, so he's off having a little city break. I'm Pete Donaldson, and this is the Football Ramble. Luke is here. Hello, Luke. All right. Jim is here. Hello, Jim. Hello. Let's go. a change room, isn't it? So look Ooh. who's here. The football ramblers here. We're here to get off football. He, Marcus Speller, he's handed us a, a fairly stinking international weekend, hasn't he? Mm. For, yeah, his, yeah. Uh, for his for his for his holiday. So let's pick the bones, shall yeah. we? It's like he's been going around making things not happen. Yeah, there's nothing for us to talk about. But the change is as good as a rest. It is. It and is. Donaldson's in the hot seat. Donny's in the hot seat. What a terrible him. idea, isn't it? You're, like the, you're like the backup quarterback <laughs> coming in, calling the plays. Well, the first order of business, I'm reliably informed by my ears and my memory, is it's the opening question, isn't it? Yeah, it's time yeah. to do a little opening question. Well done. Uh, so the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, those wise guys, they've uh, announced that, the, that pandas are apparently now off the endangered list. I was Great about news. to say so far so good. So I'd far like to so good. That. So it's panda for tea, yeah. that's what I say. <laughs> Is uh, this because China doesn't have the one child policy anymore? So the well, so they're can get stuck in because <laughs> so they what, hate that, don't they? What pandas eating the kids? No, pandas are very frigid, notoriously. Yes, um, but China also notoriously had a one-child policy. Yes, there are many pandas in China. I'm just saying it could be connected. What, you think that pandas got involved with riding, right. and they were feeling a bit shy and worried, and now that law's gone. Off we go. The this gang of four out of here. made more pandas. Yeah. This is a conflation of two issues. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So pandas are, are now off the endangered list. They're now merely vulnerable. I'm sure they're really pleased with that. Yeah. Uh, so, so obviously, panda burgers for tea. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the next step is getting these drains off our ecosystem and getting them into, into work, employment, yeah. in the world of football, because that's what we deal with, the world of football. So what job could a panda do at your favourite football club? Has anyone signed from Shanghai Shenua signed one yet? Well, an actual panda. On, on a huge amount of money per week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them, Luke. I, I, um, I thought to myself, is there a job 
that at Portsmouth, the club I support, that mm. a panda couldn't make a good piss, uh, good, f- good pissed off, good fish dog, um, <laughs> within the last seven or eight years. And I couldn't think of a single job that a panda couldn't do better. Couldn't do better, no. Yeah. So take your pick. Better knees than Harry. Yeah, we know definitely, that. definitely. I, I, I would love to, to, to witness a club um, negotiating with a player. And the player coming in with his agent, sitting down, getting Willie Mackay, to talk to Portsmouth, yeah, and, then, and, and, and the club saying, "We'll start in a minute. Just help yourself to tea and coffee. Yeah, our agent will be here in a second. And then there's a, there's a knock on the door, and the, mm. the door slowly opens, and a panda comes in, little tie on, yeah, yeah. little tie, little cufflinks, maybe off pandas, gla- yeah, glasses <laughs> in the top pocket, asking where the bamboo is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think a panda agent or Pete, yeah, they could play, obviously play for Newcastle United because they wouldn't have to change their kit, would they? Spot on. They, I mean, they don't have a kit. No, true. You don't call an animal's fur a they kit. Although perhaps you should. They wouldn't put, have to put on a kit. How about no. that? <laughs> and obviously there could be a mascot, right? There could obviously be a mascot. Yeah. Oh yeah. So but imagine like see. imagine the surprise if the mascot is a panda and then they unzip themselves and it's a panda underneath. That's like excellent. Russian pandas. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. I would also personally love to see I know you would you would agree with this, mm. Pete. I would very much like to see a number of them join the circus. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because you like circuses. Circuses you like, animals. You like being... animals being mistreated. Yeah. It's the future. It's the future. <laughs> mistreating it's animals. Is off doing. Maybe he's off firing a bazooka at a panda. Yeah, it's possible. It they're off the list. It is possible. <laughs> uh, Jim. So I think I like the idea of the panda agent. I had a very similar idea for Arsenal, which would be to have a panda um, negotiating transfers, basically. Can't mm. worse. You'd, you, well, indeed. You'd, you'd put it into the room. You'd have it. You'd give it some bamboo to chew. Threateningly, because let's for, not forget, you know, they are they are bears as cute as they are. Yeah. So one on one in a room with them, it would be quite scary. So you you, you know you go into Leon and you say, um, this is our chief negotiator, um, which can leave everything to him. He is a panda. Um, don't, don't worry about that, but just sort of just sort of get on with it. Um, we're, we're offering forty million for for Lacazette, and then you know the guy's going to sit there going, no, no, we want fifty million at least, and then the panda's not going to say anything because it's a panda. It's chewing bamboo, and um, it isn't you know it can't communicate and has no concept of language hmm. and it's rapidly going to develop a reputation as being a very tough negotiator exactly yeah, yeah the yeah, poker face is just, it's just built in isn't it everyone so, knows they can do kung fu as well so indeed yeah we've all seen that yeah. Um, so yeah the guys uh, the, the silence is going to get too much isn't it and the Leon negotiator is going to go alright alright 45 yeah Okay, Perfect. you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> also thought, um, perhaps maybe a marriage counsellor for Olivier Giroud because they are famously frigid and could perhaps, you know, discuss the merits of of keeping it in just, your pants. Just, yeah, yeah, leaving it, keeping leaving it, in your it well alone. Yeah. Well, well, I, well, I mean, that was kind of mine, to be honest. It was like, you know, like, the, 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 the one of the few breakdowns that kind of is quite long-lasting in a, a changing room, in a dressing room, in a, in a football club, is when uh, one footballer sleeps with somebody else's wife. Mm. So the person, when they go on big international trips uh, to Europe or whatever, he could look after, he or she could look after the, the wives because he ain't going to be out trying to have sex with them because they're, they're frigid. Yeah. I mean, Wag Wrangler. Of, <laughs> Wag Wrangler, official title. <laughs> yes. Do, you get, do they get a tabar, like a high vis tabar? <laughs> um, a couple of things. Well, obviously, I wouldn't like to see any animal in the circus. I was being flippant there. But right, on, on the panda situation. But I would throw one into a desk fan. Have you ever noticed that? Come on. It wouldn't affect them, would it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Panda. Well, it's going to do right. more damage to the fans. All right, yeah. crickets. If you threw a handful of crickets into a desk fan, there'd Where, be cricket everywhere. Where's crickets come from? <laughs> it's a football show, mate. From. Uh, where, where would they come from? Not embryos, what are they called? <laughs> Little sacks. Where have crickets come from? Where do crickets embryos? come from? Embryos. <laughs> Oh, the good job well. is that people, listeners can be safe in the knowledge that we'll never branch out into doing a nature no. show. Yeah. But I've the got a couple term of ramble facts. is incredibly ironic right the now. The pupae ramble. Got, I've got a couple of facts about pandas that I like, and one is that you know when the carers and the handlers try and look after them, they have to dress up like pandas, don't they? Brilliant. Because the pandas, otherwise the pandas get un, uneasy, and it mm. makes them mm. more likely to want to mate if they're comfortable. And also, got I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I, w- I once wrote, <laughs> I once read that. Um, Part of the reason that when a, panda, a baby panda is born, right, it, it is, they're actually born very quickly because they're very small in comparison to the adult size, and the, and the mother doesn't know what it is and immediately sometimes will kill it. Oh, and, and if they okay. have more than two, one is always rejected. Uh, have more than one, one is always rejected. So what? It, what if, it, you can actually see footage of this on the internet. As soon as a panda gives birth. The, the handlers just leg it in there as quick as I can, grab it and take it away. Dressed as a big net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were they the ones in that advert, that kick out advert where they were all doing roller skating? Yeah, I think that's not that's not scientifically. No, is this where the onesie no. thing has come from? 
It's it's possible. That's sort of gone now. The trend, I think, has maybe subsided. But there were lots of adults walking around dressed as pandas for a bit. So maybe you could just get these costumes from from zookeepers. The great thing about Shops. doing this sort of stuff on the ramble is, right, you, you're safe that you can say whatever you want mm. because no one's going to complain because they wanted scientifically accurate chat about things on the football ramble. <laughs> they just sound like an idiot. Yeah. Football included. Yeah. 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 So it's, you can do what you want. Well, uh, do, do I, have to, I guess I have to um, ordain an award point, I suppose, haven't I? Yeah. I'm going to go for Jim's because it was almost the same as mine. I, I wouldn't right. have accepted your I point. I will take the point. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. What do you mean? It doesn't feel right. Uh, that's not allowed. Well, you didn't give me I'm from anyway. the same board of, uh, you know, knowledge and power. Are you? Yeah. That's Good. reassuring. Are you, yeah. are you not acknowledging Pete's points? Acknowledge my points. Listen, Jim, everyone's happy. I didn't get them. I didn't want them. Luke, uh, right, I'm giving you the points. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That Acknowledge that. I right. I accept them. There has been uh, some international uh, whatnotery. Slovakia nil, England won. England getting their 13th qualifying yeah. win, I believe, in a row in Slovakia at the weekend. Only two entire games <laughs> to break them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dear. Lalana, probably the standout player in a rather dull performance. Looking very flat, like a bank of four in the middle. Yeah. It was cloying. It was boring. A lot of people were very angry about it, but Slovakia, you know, they they defended resolutely throughout, and they were set up to frustrate us. It's it's Allardyce's first game in charge. Yeah, it wasn't much fun to watch, but you know, we got the win. You know, it's it's not it's not as bad as people keep saying. We got the win very late. If if England can play every if England play every team twice, what we're saying is we can essentially guarantee a result. (laughs) So (laughs) if if we go if we play a team that are poor and we can't beat them, don't panic. No. Just give us another go at it. Yeah. And we'll guarantee a result one way or the other. <laughs> Much like the players, I'm still so not over the Iceland game. No. I'm almost not bothered about this game. No. Do you know what I mean? It's just... It's- I just, it's just sort of happened around me without me really engaging in it because I'm still thinking, I- I- Iceland? Seriously? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really... Um, the way you want to to sort of go after three solid weeks of the Premier League being back and no. like, having a lovely time. It always happens like this, doesn't it? I know they have to squeeze them in, but it seems that if Sam Allardyce is allowed to just skip over a friendly for a laugh... Um, Can he skip over a qualifier just as well? Just skip yeah. over a qualifier as well. <laughs> if you're not going to play a friendly, don't play the qualifier. I'm doing the job. I don't feel ready for it yet. <laughs> Can we push it back a bit? It's interesting how the Premier League is arguably the fastest <laughs> league in the world, but England are the slowest team in the world. They look so sluggish. They make the, you know, it, the Iceland game was a great example of it, and there, was, there were shades of this against Slovakia as well. They make football look like such a difficult sport. Yeah. They make it look so hard, like it's underwater lacrosse or something. It feels like they're challenging you to stick with it. Yeah. How long can you stick with this for? It's like some sort of endurance test. <laughs> I, I, remember, I, I, I love doing the show, obviously, and it's a great great opportunity to chat to you guys uh, twice a week and, and actually have people listen. But I, I could have thought of so many things I'd rather be doing than, than watching that game. <laughs> and I don't mean that in an arrogant way. Oh, God, I don't like football anymore because I do genuinely love football. But that is just so hard to watch. Mm. And... and, and you could have been forgiven to, uh, for thinking that it was nothing at all had changed in the summer. It, yeah. there's, mm. no, there's no point with the way England operate and the way FA do things of just having, having you can call it a manager, but it's essentially a custodian of shit. It's, someone, <laughs> it's just someone curating and playing the custodian until the next load of old shit comes along. Yeah. That's, that's essentially all it is. If you look at Allardyce's comments around Rooney, for example, I mean, yeah. well, that's been that's been, been the big talking point, hasn't it? I mean, obviously for me, the most exciting, um, thrilling thing that happened in that whole football match was the fact that uh, that bit when Adam Lallana was running full pent- pelt behind the goal with a shirt over his head. That's mm, dangerous, that incredible. Good. Or uh, maybe the, the shirt's very thin. I don't know, but that was the most thrilling thing about the match. It's like that game you play uh, at music festivals when, when it's dark and you just leg it as fast as you can past all the tent guide ropes to see how far you can get. Yeah. Luke, you're just going to kick people's guide wow. ropes out of crying out loud and massively stack it possibly onto a tent peg that's the danger that's the danger to be fair you rarely pull the people's guy ropes out you would just end up completely well that, the it. man who the burly man who comes up the tent looks very much like one Wayne Rooney every single time <laughs> yeah. so Wayne Rooney is a big story obviously he was uh, dropping back into midfield and Sam Allardyce he don't know what to do he doesn't want to get involved you let him do what he wants a few weeks ago I said that Brendan Rodgers was like like Colonel Kurtz just completely <laughs> off off the rails doing whatever he wants that's essentially Wayne Rooney's career <laughs> Wayne Rooney's yeah. international career is whatever I feel like on the day I'll do yeah Allardyce didn't seem to know where he was supposed to be playing, which is no. abso- absolutely fascinating. Now, this, again, this is a, there's been a funny reaction to this. I think if you if you assume Rooney was playing as a midfielder, he did a really good job there. But to find out he sort of maybe wasn't 
uh, was 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 strange. Well, it just made Kane look more isolated. He yeah. didn't have a great game, and it was it it just came to the point where it's just like if you're uh, an incredible player on the t- on top of his game and you want the ball all the time, fair dues. But if you're Wayne Rooney at his age and at his speed, you're not going to get up into the final third, and mm. you're not going to do anything with it. You're just going to play but a slide rule pass to a, to a defender. What I mean though if, is if you you know if you take his performance based on what he was doing rather than what everyone thought he should be doing, he did actually play well. And I think <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of harsh on Rooney that people are going, oh yeah. He's he should, shouldn't have been doing that, um, but at the same time, I sort of understand if you've got an Eric Dyer in there, use it. Is there any is there any merit to suggest that it's on paper the hardest game that England would have to play in this qualification process? Mm. So going away <clears throat> to Slovakia and, and and you know obviously not wanting to be beaten is, isn't isn't too bad because the ultimate aim is to qualify. I mean, I, I, I'm going to sort of contradict myself a little bit by saying that actually one of the main problems I've noticed, other than the fact that the players England players aren't really broadly speaking, aren't really good enough. But if you look at Big Sam and the way he's acted since he's taken the job, far too many of these England managers, when they're, when they're, especially when they're English, particularly when they're English actually, just treat the job as a, as a destination mm-hmm. rather than something to be worked hard at. They sort of treat it as a summit of their international... Ma- uh, sorry, a summit yeah. of their management career. A lot almost, of players do as well, reward. to be fair. And players possibly <laughs> too, yeah. But almost a reward yeah. for what they've done yeah. But that's what Big Sam said. He said, well, look, I've, I've dreamt about this all my life. I'll tell you what, I've, I've, I've thought about it so much that I'm, I'm, there's no danger of me not enjoying it. I just want to enjoy it. And it's like, well... Mm. You're, not, you're not here to be... If yeah. you, I hope you didn't say that in the uh, entrance uh, interview. Or we kind of realised that the the entrance interviews aren't that stringent, to be quite frank. Like, you wouldn't, you'd never say that in an interview. I just want to enjoy it. So it's not for you, <laughs> Sam. You're yeah. a servant. It's, you're not a visiting professor from an illustrious sort of <laughs> academic institution. You know, you deliver the odd lecture and so, oh, I've, I've weathered... managed Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> I've weathered six relegation battles in <laughs> recent memory. I deserve this. Was, this is was... my Costa del Sol. I think I without think, Sol Campbell, Costa del Sol, like yeah. it. I think that um, I think that, you know to, to get the win is obviously important, but it, it's very hard to rouse yourself and to actually mm. care, isn't it? I mean, it's so hard well. to because even if England do qualify, which I'm sure they will, um, and given that only one um, team qualifies from each group, automatically it's important they win their away games, but they they probably will. It's not. And so anything's going to change. Yeah. Mm. This is the cycle of supporting England, isn't it? They disappoint you in a tournament, or sort of the more modern cycle at least. They disappoint you in a tournament, you don't care for the first few qualifiers, then they sort of get back on track, they actually start looking, um, if not necessarily brilliant, functional, and they start getting results, then you get really excited for the mm. tournament, and then they do it to you all over again. But it's fascinating how the, what the England job does to people. We were talking a bit about it before we came on air, about how... <clears throat> how is if you think of Big Sam when he takes when he took the England job? You think I don't know if it would be the first thing you think of, but you would probably think one of the first few things you'd think of about Big Sam would be he doesn't take any shit, right? Mm. He's not a manager who who suffers fools. We've seen him the way he acted around Chico Flores against Swansea that time, just laughing in his face. He doesn't care about anyone. He's he's a big enough personality to to, to make, make these big decisions, and that was broadly given as one of the main reasons why he'd be successful. Yeah, and then you look at. His comments around around Wayne Rooney. It seems like a different bloke, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And do you think? Well, it, do you think perhaps that's because he's never had stars of this magnitude before? So he's maybe being a bit overawed. Well, well, by well it. The, the actual quote itself would certainly suggest what, you, what you're saying. This is the most decorated outfield player in England. He's won everything at Manchester United at Champions League, domestic level. I think he holds a lot more experience at international football than I do as an international manager. So when he's using his experience and playing as a team member, it's not for me to say where he's going to play. Mm. Literally, his job description. Now, but yeah. to, be, to be fair though, like, now we <clears> found out last week that. Um, when Harry Kane was taken off of corners um, for the second game against Slovakia, funnily enough, in, in the Euros, it was it was Rooney's decision rather than Hodgson. Rooney overruled him, didn't he? Said said I'm going to take the corners. You just try and get your head on it. Now that was a good decision. That was Wayne, Wayne Rooney showing that he's got some leadership qualities and doing something good for the team. So it is. is and he an saw all the corners has, Harry Kane took. <laughs> yeah, and that. But is there an argument that as, as captain Rooney should maybe have a little bit of leeway there to, to, to use but his a, experience? But there's a difference between that and essentially what he did. I mean, I can understand the argument for a captain saying on the pitch, look, it's not working, we'll change it around a little bit. I think that captain's prerogative is to do that. Mm. But for him, because the thing with Rooney is that he's obviously just decided that either he's been told by Big Sam or he's been decided himself or between them that he's just going to play where he wants. Wayne Rooney is no longer the player that can have a team built around him. Mm. I mean, I listened to Chris Waddle yesterday on the radio, and he said that you know, if you're going to build, if you are going to go down that route, and you're going to build a team around someone, you're going to have to build it around Adam Lallana. And it's not very palatable to suggest that, in my opinion, because I don't think Lallana is anywhere near the level he needs to be for that, um, for that sort of accolade. Mm. Um, but Wayne Rooney isn't that player. And if you if you were going to if you were going to pick an England team on merit and on the, the way that they should play, if they're going to play in this four-two-three-one position, Wayne Rooney isn't in the team. 
Danny Drinkwater should be in the team. Mm. Um, Eric Dyer should be in the team. And but, you'd, you'd probably play Deli Alley behind Harry Kane. Well, well Drinkwater, Drinkwater wasn't injured for that match. Was he, he wasn't picked. No, so he, he, wasn't so, picked. so he just wasn't he selected. Squad, but he just but, it, but it was just very underwhelming. When you saw the, the, the I was on, I was on air when when, when the uh, team came out, and it was just like, really? I mean, that's the same isn't it yeah. really I mean but to, but to be again to flip it around to Big Sam people were saying a lot about how the squad was fairly similar well what other players has he got to pick mm. he can't pick anyone else can he he, he picked mm. uh, McAntonio he brought drink water back in he's not got a huge amount yeah. of resources I think and those players that England England have if you go through them 1 to 11 it's hard to make a deci- it's hard to make a, a sort of really convincing case that any of them Possibly two or three of them are really top quality at the at the peak yeah. of their game, and you need to have more than that to do anything on the international stage. What might be quite interesting um, is if every time they publish an international squad, they also publish the available players from the top leagues around Europe that didn't make it, because there'll be about fifteen. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's, just, there's just so few players to pick from. Agree, agree, yeah. absolutely right. And and I think and, and England and England and the media and everything get so ca- sort of caught up in all this stuff about who takes a corner, who does this, who does that, who's the captain, and like we're waiting for. Well, this is what you get when it, the, the, everything is so boring. You're forced to find <laughs> something. But you, it, what, you, you've got to kind of fetishise the minutia of the actual game itself. It, it's like, feel like a, it felt like a challenge yesterday. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a game. It was an ordeal to watch. It was. And, and of course, Slovakia made it hard. And of course, they had a man sent off. And England found out how to to, 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 to break teams down. Um, but even the much vaunted, as, as Chris Waddle was saying, and I agree with him, even the much vaunted fullbacks England have got at their disposal, he was saying, and rightly so, they're fast players. They're fast mm. players and they're athletes, but they're not tricky players. Mm. So what they do a lot is they cut back inside, mm. and that slows the whole thing down, and they pick passes inside. And, and so England have just got no ingenuity about how they break teams like that down. And then when it comes to playing big teams in tournaments, we just get beaten. It's a potent mix. <laughs> well, in the, in the post-match upstairs, uh, Sam Allardyce did put the win down to a lucky coin. Yeah, given to that, given right. to him by a Slovakian. What I like about that is they, they were so close to getting a draw. They could yeah. have lost it, maybe not. But yeah. imagine if they'd lost it, knowing full well that that coin would still be in Sam Allardyce's pocket, and yeah. he didn't bring it out and blame it on blame the win on that. He would just have chucked it away, wouldn't he? Well, yeah, he would have. But just knowing that it had it on his person, he also said, um, "Oh, I've never really considered myself to be a superstitious manager." But then when this happened, I thought, you know, it might be worth something. Mm. The England job turned you into a raving yeah, idiot. Into a <laughs> the England job... This the is England how you man- get turned into a vegetable on the back of a tabloid. Yeah, the England management job is essentially the football equivalent of a lobotomy. I've, I've never had strong opinions about the disabled, but Glenn Oddle, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. suddenly you have them. Yeah, suddenly you, you go a bit where, mad. Where do they come me. from? Don't know. All of a sudden, I'm out of a Well, let's move on. I mean, England, they're a shoe in for qualification, even though this is probably the... This, this was the hardest match they're going to play in, the, in qualification, the aren't they? Scottish, yeah. fr- Scottish listeners will be, be fuming. It's only one match, goodness me. Speaking of uh, those north of the border that Marcus so uh, richly loves and deserves, uh, Malta 1, Scotland 5, Snodgrass with a hat Trick, yeah. Malta equalising four minutes after their opener. It wasn't a great start for Scotland. Or indeed, it was a great start and then not a great start. They got pegged back. The they got fir- pegged the back. The first Snodgrass goal was an absolute beauty. Yeah. Mm. Accidental Of a cross. Yeah. Of a cross. Oh my word! Yeah, but right, they all count. The, I, I'm not going to stick the boot in Scotland because I, I dearly hope they qualify. Um, Being and, nine men, Muller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite. But to be fair, the guy, the second guy, was sent off at the final minute. Yeah. Or something, wasn't he? But, but it was, our, it was our just, goal was scored in the 94th. Yeah, <laughs> true. But just, all count. The, the, multi, the second multi sending off was amazing. He'd been fouled. He was like, oh, "I've had enough of this. Yeah. Just mm. kicked out." Yeah, I want a minute rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to do this again. I can taste that cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. If I go now, first hour's mine. First hour's definitely mine. Get the next um, game off. Yeah, but the um, the thing about Scotland is I, I don't want to stick the boot in because I, I dearly hope they do well. Um, but they can't help themselves it, it, when they talk when they talk about it, even though it, oh it's a five one win we got I got a hat trick and Robert Snodgrass who I understand has been off with a lot of injuries yeah. for oh, actually one serious injury for about fourteen months wasn't it? Um, talk about how amazing it is to have a hat trick and all this stuff. And you sort of think yeah okay I'll give you that to a point. But it, <laughs> yeah. but it is Malta. Yeah. It is Malta. And and little fact for you, um, uh, Robert Snodgrass is only the second player in forty seven years to score a hat-trick for Scotland. Wow. And Stephen Fletcher Fletcher scored two hat-tricks last year against Gibraltar. Um, It's those two are the only ones. Um, And you sort of think, Enjoy it. Do enjoy it. And I, 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 re- I really mean that. Oh, your tongue is so firmly in your cheek. It's really coming out the it, ear. But it is Malta. It is Malta. <laughs> it, it is Malta. Guys, if you take nothing else away from this football ramble, it is Malta. It is the lighter way to enjoy football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oliver Burke played a £13 million footballer in the Scottish team. That doesn't happen very often. It's never that's, happened before. That's a dig. That is a dig. That's a bigger dig than yours. You're having a dig. You're having a right dig. Mine's backed up by finance, though. £13 million quid. Oh, nothing in Scotland's worth that much. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> 
That's absolutely outrageous. You can build a bridge for that, a massive one to Fife. And Mexico will pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, We'll take a shot at break. We'll be back with some more international uh, football. Belgium, Spain, Czech Republic, Northern Ireland. We'll be casting a hurray eye over that next. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. The Czech Republic, nil. Northern Ireland, nil. A useful point. Are you absolutely sure you finished having a dig at Scotland? <laughs> what do you mean? Because I think you've got a bit more in your locker, haven't you? No, I've got nothing. Okay. You might. Yeah. No. no, I haven't. I've, as, as someone who's of Scottish descent, one side of my well, family, it's a very affectionate when it comes from me, but I know with Pete, who's of Welsh mm. descent, he genuinely My name is Donaldson. Are yeah. you trying to start a I have a tartan. Just putting it out there. I'll see it here as well. I'm right. not trying to start a race war. I'm just sowing the seeds to see what grows. Mm. <laughs> All right, wonder, Trump. Have, have, our clans, <laughs> have our clans ever feuded? This is one for the genealogists. Well, the, my, my, Donaldson, Campbell, my, Stella. We have talked about this. My, my clan is the Burns clan. Yeah. And we think we worked out at some I point that, that we were maybe in cahoots. Yeah, perhaps, I think we were. Yeah, I think we were. So well, I, I could say, oh, why don't we find this out? That'd be fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Donaldson Speller, if any genealogy experts are uh, around. Would it be genealogy? I don't know. Clanology. No. Clanology. clanology. <laughs> we don't want to talk to any clanologists. They sound a bit right wing to me. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a. Uh, With a C. I've got a, I've got a Burns uh, Tartan fridge magnet at home. There you go. Got any more like that? Yeah, <laughs> Right. Uh, Why'd you hate the Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on to the absolute. Dist- oh, I'm having to pull up my fridge magnet now. Hates the people. I want to Scotland. move on to Czech Republic. No, no, no. I'm too busy hating shortbread. Before. Shit. Before this, I was wondering why you voted Brexit, and now I right. know. Right, d- d- <laughs> I'm only just realising what a hard job uh, Marx has got to corral yeah. you imbeciles. Yeah. Right, Czech Republic. Why don't you go and kick a Scotty dog to feel yeah. better? I do need to move on. Yeah, right. Czech it. Republic nil, Northern Ireland nil. A useful point for Northern Ireland, I think it's fair oh, to you say. Like, you like them, do you? Yeah, I like them. <laughs> yeah, it is a useful point for them. Although I think. They did very, very well qualify for Euro 2016. We all know that. They finished top of their group, which was no mean feat. They're not going to finish top of their group this time round, so that is a very important point for them. They, they will if their opposition misses chances like Philip Novak. Oh, Goodness it was me. Un- unbelievable. Wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's, it's, what a stinker. it's one of those ones where it's just harder to miss. It's early in the season. Yeah. Give them a break. We've all been there. Yeah. 
Give him a break. <laughs> it's a sort, of, sort of weekend where Robert Snodgrass is scoring hat tricks. Indeed. So, all the all better, better off. off. Yeah. Spellers out the country, we all know. But can the Northern Irish really make the World Cup? I mean, Germany will obviously boss this group. Norway's going to be uh, in second place, no doubt. Well, I think, I think Northern Ireland should be targeting second place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you a little, little word to the wise. I don't think San Marino are that good. <laughs> this is not the best San Marino vintage we've seen. Hot no. tip. Um, Azerbaijan also aren't that good, although they started off with the win, of course. Um, I think Norway, uh, Northern Ireland should be targeting um, mm. second place for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it must be a, a very draining thing to have gone through the, the, all the emotions of the qualifying campaign for the, for the Euros and then to, you know, d- do relatively well once they got there. To then pick yourself up to try and do it all again as an international team must be, it must be a similar syndrome to, you know, we're always hearing that it's harder to defend a league title than yeah. it is to win one. If there's an international equivalent, it's going to be this, isn't it? Or mm. have they had a taste of the biscuit, Jimbo? Oh, have they had a taste of the biscuit? Taste of the biscuit. Yeah. Well, uh, as we uh, recall, uh, Wills and Moldova have just wrapped up. Vox, Allen, Bale with two. Wales for Moldova nil, people. Take that. It's a strong start. It's a strong from, start. From Britain's best team. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> they they? Really well, they're, are. Two, they're two places above uh, above England as we speak in the in the old Devon. So. Are they two places above them in your heart as well, Pete? Uh, no, well, yeah, on that performance. Rank um, the home nations and include and and also Republic of Ireland. Can I include Jersey if you want? That's in, nice. In order of how much you like them. What do you mean? Well, what's your least favourite? I think I like. No, I like. I I genuinely like Scotland more than I like a lot of places. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. sounds like he's trying to make up or something. And if you'd like to buy tickets to the Glasgow Show, it's (laughs) thefootballramble.com. That's happening very soon indeed. It's sold uh, sold out. So, have another dig at the Scottish people. Don't do that then. Inconvenience and (laughs) them. See, actually, they've come out and they've spent their money. Yeah. Uh, despite the stereotypes you yeah. were talking Jim about Campbell. before the show. Yeah. If Marcus was here, <laughs> Marcus would be very upset. Well, he's always upset when he's here, though, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, goodness. Right. Uh, Belgium nil, Spain two. Started well, isn't it? It started, it started very, very well. <laughs> A losing start for the Henri Martinez dream team. Peter, I love that you've put Henri first in that. Because yeah. that's what everyone <laughs> Come thinks. on, come on now. <laughs> yeah. If you're in a room with. Uh, who's looking at uh, Roberto Martinez when you're Absolutely. in a room with Henry, come I, love, on. I love the Belgian FA. Just uh, I can imagine them saying to uh, to old uh, Martinez afterwards. I mean, we knew you, you your teams can concede goals, but when you don't score, <laughs> it's not as good, is it? Yeah. It's not. It's not as good. You yeah. know, you can use the defenders. <laughs> You They're can get to them you. to try and stop They're that. an option available to you if you want to use them. They're always there for you. <laughs> Think of them as a safety net. Literally a safety net in front of the goal. The first match, and they're being booed by their own fans. I know, I know it was horrible. a friendly, but good lord. And they're playing in Spain, who are generally considered to be one of the US best teams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's as if Belgium's fans have really embraced that whole football hipster thing and just become really pretentious towards their own team. Oh, well, mm. well, are, they, are they suggesting that because Martinez is Spanish, he may have been favourable, oh, giving maybe. them favourable treatment? Oh, is that right? Okay. I don't know, no, that's not right. I don't know. <laughs> Don't be weird. I've not done a Mark Halsey and lifting the lid on the at the very heart of the game. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit, but uh, John Stones and Martinez, when he was asked uh, whether he got enough de- defensive training, unequivocal, maybe not, no. he said. <laughs> maybe not, maybe I didn't. Oh, having a go now, he's gone. Yeah, never mind. But, uh, you know, Roberto Martinez obviously got the job. He obviously interviews well, as I've said once before on the Ramble. But, uh, he's got an a panda un- for an agent. <laughs> an unnamed <laughs> source uh, reportedly revealed to the Daily Mail that uh, Louis van Gaal uh, was interviewed for the, for the, for the post. Uh, he was asked to describe his vision for the team but those asking the questions found his response draining and exhausting. <laughs> I imagine he probably said, mind your own fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'd have been manager of the Red Devils twice in a row. It, it would have been have, nice. Yeah. For, for, for no one apart from him. No. <laughs> Before descending to hell permanently. Yeah, yeah. Goodness me. So, um, and he could have done the old, um, well, the instructions I give to the players are very complicated. It's going to take probably the best part of four to five years, <laughs> roughly about when my contract finishes, for them to fully get it. <laughs> 20 to 30 years, I'll be dead in the ground. I'll be long dead and, uh, uh, that, that's and when the, the, and then as soon as I drop down dead, a number of the more intelligent players will go, "Oh, that's what he meant," <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll start putting together some passable performances. Yeah. Uh, just over the border, Netherlands one, Greece two, picking up uh, where they left off. Really, the Netherlands uh, losing, to, losing to Greece at home. Brilliant, at home. fantastic work. They've also got, they've also got, uh, presumably because they've been so poor recently. Netherlands, they've actually got a very tricky qualification group. Mm. For those of you listening who don't really care about international football, you won't have seen this, and that's quite a lot of people by the sounds of it but we like it so I'm going to give you the, the, the table now okay. they've got France in their group and they've got Sweden in their group and they've got a tricky Bulgaria in their group as well mm. and, and obviously only the top team qualify that is a really tough group that's horrible isn't and it? given that Netherlands are going to lose at home to Luxembourg because that's their, sort of their thing isn't it yeah. losing at home to someone really bad um, they're really going to struggle I tell you. Yeah. did but you see um, the Greece game was only friendly by the way 
Right. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. They haven't started off badly. But if you look at it, like Brumer and uh, Zort, is it Zort or Zort? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they they were lauded as being the future. They're not the future. Well, they might be, but this might be a very nice future. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad future. Yeah, yeah. Cataclysmic. It's a dystopian future. Yeah. <laughs> um, these two are the future of Dutch football. Yes, and that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but Wijnaldum in particular, obviously Liverpool's uh, new signing, been vital for Blind. He scored more goals than any other player. So, what do you mean by that? That's very open-ended. Well, yeah. any other player uh, in Blin's uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Netherlands head on shore. It is oeuvre. And, mm. they, and they play uh, Sweden next, don't they? They yes. play Sweden tomorrow night, so mm. they'll, they'll, um, they'll hopefully want to start off with a win, obviously. But I'm telling you, that they're, they're, it's one of these interesting things about the qualification for tournaments. If you have a bad run, it gets harder and harder mm. and harder. Mm. You know, look at look what's happening with um, with teams. Then they've changed the Champions League thing around. Leicester have um, have now were, were, were seeded in the Champions League. But do you remember when Man City used to get hard Champions League groups every time? Yeah, it's it's like that. But for Netherlands now, they they, they obviously weren't seeded, so they got France, and they've been get, dished out a couple of tough ones as well in the shape mm. of Sweden and Bulgaria. Italy won. France three. France looking great in this match. Oh, Even oh. Giroud scored. Even Giroud scored. Jimmy Jim Jim Shut Jim up. Jim. Jimmy Jim Jim. Ah, <laughs> is it Sissoko play? Uh, I don't know whether he played. Mm. Probably busy, isn't it? Yeah. Getting his new house. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot he's um, he's left you, isn't he? he, yes. a, he oh, a, yeah, you were away for a couple of weeks. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah there's going to be a video replay, so he's like, I've got a double chance to get on yeah. telly. I'm definitely playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the uh, first uh, game ever to use video replays in professional football, apparently. I'm against it, and I talk very extensively mm. in our book coming out October 20th about how against it I am. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to go into it now because you, you'll, you'll, you two will be bored. But trust me, yeah, I write I, about I was it. bored reading it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Don't actually, buy Jim, the book. You're wrong because I write about it very articulately in the book. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I, I love an articulate Luke Moore. Brilliant. Time, I had time to choose my words, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's not the way to go. The way to go, personally. But I was interested to see that Donnarumma played um, for, for Italy at the age mm. of a tender age of seventeen. Mm. I think uh, Buffon made his debut before Donnarumma was born. Wow, that's huge. Mm. That's a huge fact. He, he, he did, did a pretty good save and muffed up at his, his near post. So yeah. you know, and yeah. six got, and two. Uh, three. And they've got Spain in their group. There can only be one. It's difficult. Tasty. It's mm. bloody difficult. It's tasty. Uh, can you, we can touch on uh, domestic football a little bit. South Korea versus Syria. That's not strictly domestic <laughs> football. Uh, Son Hyung Min, obviously, uh, missing the match to uh, revive his Spurs career on a weekend when Spurs aren't playing. <laughs> Presumably, right, yeah. he means this weekend. Just stick around the train ground. Yeah, you know, just show how helpful <laughs> I am. I'll put my own game on. <laughs> I mean, he was signed for like this season's money, wasn't he? Twenty-two million last season. So mm. it's a weird one. I go. hope he does well. I hope he, you know, what you think? Private game. 13 starts in the Premier League last season. I love, the idea. I love the idea of him not going away to play for his country because he just wants to be seen around yeah. the training ground, show that he's really committed to the yeah. core, <laughs> even though up. there is literally nothing happening because everyone else has gone to play international football. Well, he played against China, I think, uh, last week, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works, to be quite frank. Uh, we spoke about uh, Kosovo. Uh, last week and players who yes. may or may not be eligible to, to play uh, up to six of uh, Albert Bunjaki's players may be ineligible, ineligible to play for the for their football team FIFA gave their decision this afternoon at 3pm just seven hours before kick-off yeah, and they've, they've had six May work, I know they've Kosovo had, got into FIFA in May well some, some of the um, and, and that is unacceptable and I completely agree but some of the um, chat around it was that uh, the majority of the players they wanted to have mm. um, are of Albanian um, extraction and Albanian nationality yes. and the Albanian authorities weren't exactly forthcoming with providing the paperwork to help them right. right? and that's part of the reason apparently but there's still no excuse from FIFA's point of view to give them a decision on who can and who can't play well exactly why on the FIFA, afternoon everyone from FIFA is in jail it could be that there's nobody there to do it and or incompetent <laughs> yeah. well Bunjaki's uh, he's a little bit annoyed he says I have plan B and plan C of course I have to but I still don't want, th- want to think about plan B because it will change everything he's very upset about the whole situation mm. I mean that is right. very much the concept of having another plan isn't it that it changes everything <laughs> I think so goodness me and speaking of FIFA kind of the new uh, CONCACAF uh, president Vincent Mont- uh, Montagna Mont- Montagliani Montagliani uh, he wins quarter of the week as he states for the record there has been a bit of a shitstorm here. <laughs> oh, quote of the week. Bring, bring in a feature to yeah. overthrow the current establishment. <laughs> well, Spain he can, is going to be furious. He can pick up the baton next week, can't he? Mm. Yeah. Don't, I don't really want to know where Marcus is going to go quote of the week. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> he does have some strange reading material. Uh, right, on the way, we're going to be a talking... A bit illegal. <laughs> We've got some highlights of the week on the way. We're going to be talking about Halsey Gate, no doubt. We'll be back in, uh, well, a couple of seconds. Watch out now, it's getting too hot to handle The screen's coming in a ramble 
And we're back uh, with the Football Ramble. I'm Pete Dawson, joined by Luke Moore and uh, Jim Campbell. Remember, the Football Ramble preview show appears in your uh, iTunes box on your mobile phone, however you access the Football Ramble Aircast uh, this Friday, sponsored by Bet365. We're looking ahead to the weekend of football. It's always a lot of fun. We do predictions. We drive each other wild with our uh, excitable um, approaches to the weekend of football. With our steamy narrative. With our steamy narrative. And we've also got a uh, monthly newsletter as well. Oh, you want to talk about that, do you? Well, I I can talk about it if you want it provides you with the potted highlights of the Football Ramble website. You can win prizes too as well, which is quite lush. Do we give away T-shirts or mugs on the newsletter? We gave away five books last month. The bloody hell! They're, <laughs> pri- they're prices than both the book, the mugs and the T-shirts. Yeah, yep. They're or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, we, if you sign up on thefootballramble.com, you will obviously receive one monthly, hence the, mm. hence the, ta- the, the title monthly newsletter. Mm. We don't want to be spamming uh, you. And we don't know what we're going to give away next, week, next, uh, next month yet, but it'll no. be, a, uh, it'll be a, uh, a, a treat, I'm yeah. sure. It well, could we, even be... I, I, what I've put out there is a working idea, and is, is to give away five dates with Pete Donaldson. Okay. Yeah. You've got the time. Like five first dates. Yeah. I'd literally work in the evenings, Luke. Well, that have to be doing. Well, you could know, take someone to the zoo. 2016, mate. What? People have lots of different types of jobs. Lunch yeah. dates. Yeah, go to London Zoo nights. Yeah. London Zoo nights. <laughs> With Pete. See, you can, you can already hear how much fun that's yeah. going places Pete isn't already barred from. Well, the zoo's one of the few things I'm not. Would you be up for giving a date away as a prize? God, no. Okay. What's no, wrong with good, you? Because no one's listening. We were discussing, actually, Pete, just stealing things from your person and giving those away. And I feel that if we can trick you out of them, you should not You should just accept that. Oh, what, if you can trick me out of my... Uh, yeah, of you'd, you'd get something weird, like my socks or my shoes or something. I, a lot of would love that. A lot of people got in touch with him, actually, this week about... There's a story broke about a guy, a drunken guy, um, somewhere on the internet, who uh, bought a £40,000 bus. Yeah. And, 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 and I, we got loads of tweets saying, is this Pete Dawson? Oh, well, and also a man's gone crazy with a, a plastic sword on um, public transport. Yeah, people who so, love you yeah. loves it. Do you have to? Find, do you find yourself needing a lot of alibis? <laughs> I like to uh, film myself wherever I can. Don't look at your run. We're not moving on. Did you buy the bus? <laughs> I didn't buy the bus. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, I don't. Did you no, make a bid on the bus? Did you make a bid for the bus? My, yeah. my PayPal account has been blocked. So. <laughs> is, it, is it because you had already bought two buses previously? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you get on to thefootballramble.com, you can also um, uh, grab tickets for the live show as well. You can. Yeah, All yeah. the details are up there. Thefootballramble.com. Uh, they are. I mean, they are starting to sell out now. I, mean, mm. um, yeah. I know that Bristol was sold out, and I think Glasgow sold out and Leeds is very close to selling out but if you if you have missed out on Bristol you can pop up the road to Cardiff sunny an hour down the road as I'm sure you all know um, and we've got shows um, in London of course and Brighton so yeah, do check it out to Brighton Brighton's lovely yeah, mm. it's a very nice part of the world beautiful a couple of hours of ramble live yeah. unleashed on the lash well, and books available of course as well yes um, as part of the ticket and um, yeah lots of different stuff I mean we talked about this briefly before but one of the things that we should sort of really work on releasing at some point in some sort of capacity mm. is um, the, the, the working ideas that you bring to potentially put in the running order for the live shows because they involve Mike Ashley they involve drones they involve all sorts of different bits and pieces yeah. so mm. it's worth th- worth talking about drugs and drones the Pete Donaldson story that's no, what I have not drugs not drugs it's a family show don't mm. take drugs and fly a drone no. into a house no. don't do it <laughs> or anything, yeah, said or anything. the man to me uh, referee Mark Halsey yeah, he's had a week. He's had a busy week, mm. mouthing off on Twitter. He's thought, I'm fed up of being out of the public eye. <laughs> I am fed up of it. Mark Halsey's wicked whispers. Goodness <laughs> me, he, he said that he was once told by a professional game match official, or rather the uh, professional game match official's governing body, to say he'd not seen a particular incident so that a video review could take place. Do we need to dispense with this nonsense of the pretending you haven't seen something no, or not no, seen something? I'll tell you what we don't. And, oh. and obviously, this is, I mean, the, the, we should say that the match officials' governing body have denied this at mm. the time of recording, but the reason this happens, as I'm sure you all know, but I'll just remind you, obviously you don't know, Pete, because you've asked me that question about it being nonsense. I'm playing Devil's, Devil's Advocar. I'm playing it very well. Yes. Playing Dick Advocar very well. <laughs> Here's some flowers. Um, <laughs> it's because if the referee, um, if they start to, to make decisions around video replays on referees, that, that things referees have seen, mm. you essentially undermine all the referees' decisions. And, it's, and where does it end? You know, do you even need a referee? So it has to, they at the moment they can only act when a referee hasn't seen it, it's on paper, it's not seeing it. That's why it happens. But for Mark Howes to come out and say this... Strong. Very mm. strong. Well, it needs to be investigated, surely. I'm going to use the word seismic, Jim. Mm. Seismic. Problematic. It could a go seismic anywhere. This. tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, can we have some uh, highlights of the week? Shall we shoot yes. them in right now? That's all right. I will give you a few highlights of the week. My, Whoa, my, on, my highlight of the week says Dave McDonald. 
Was received D-D. Oh, not, not a fan of that clan. D Mac D. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, this is a red flag for me. Can you not read this? He's probably warned that. Well, this, is, this might be a throwing the gauntlet down to, to right. re. To warning. Re- Jim, Jim, trigger warning. <laughs> to rekindle hostilities, Jim. You never know. <laughs> Dave McDonald, he says, um, I received an appreciative nod. From a Ooh. chap on the bus in Aberdeen when the Football Ramble theme song played through my earphones. Is this possibly the bloke Pete went on holiday with? Wait, what did I go on Have you got a friend from Aberdeen? Oh, yes, I have, yes. Do, do you know who your own friends are? Craigie, yeah. Is it, was it, could it have been him? He hates football, so probably not. Could be his brother. He likes football. Could be his brother, Dave. <laughs> is it, are you, is could, it Craig's could brother? Be Craigie's brother. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds very sarcastic. It sounds like you're making all this up. <laughs> and despite, despite what your experience of going to Pataudry might be, though, there are more than two football fans in the whole of Aberdeen, I'm sure. <laughs> the Granite City is a football hotbed. As we all know, as my, grand, as my granddad said about used to say about Aberdeen, it's not quite the end of the world, but you can see it from there. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, Dave Humphreys, another Dave, has also been in, in touch. He says, um, "My highlight. This is one for you, Jim. Actually, witnessing a now easily sixty-five-year-old Carney rolling back the years <sighs> oh, and scoring a hat trick for Arsenal versus a Milan Legends team." Should Wenger sign him up? Hashtag better than Giroud. It was so good. It was just just the highlights of that Legends game. Just you know. Players like Mark Overmars and Robert Perez and Louis Boamorte yeah. just tearing it up again. Well, he set one up for Carlos, didn't he? He, he, did, he yeah. whipped the ball in, I believe. It's but funny, there's always these Legends games where there is someone like that and they seem a bit incongruous and actually they play a blinder. I remember seeing, David, I think, John Solarco playing an absolute blinder in some <laughs> charity game David Beckham had put on and he looked genuinely like he could still cut it. He's a good player, John Solarco. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was underrated, but he yeah. was like, you know, in his 40s. I, know, I, do know, I do know what you mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so Ka- yeah, we, I mean, did you, but Carnes hat trick was two standing headers, the most yeah. standing of headers I've ever nice. seen, and a penalty. He, well, as I've said before, like, um, Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, quite, <laughs> and towards the end of his career, and I've said this before on this show, and I'll stand by it now. He, for, from what I saw, he was a very easy player to play with because you always knew where he was going to be, <laughs> exactly where you last saw him. You, you, can, you can almost you know easily pop passes out just yeah. that space where you know he's going to be. He's very much the stationary vacuum cleaner to a Roomba. He was quite right. absolutely right. Um, what else have we got here? Mike Pyrie, I think that's pronounced. He says two great names, uh, fourteen goals, including seven for Wayne McIntosh in the Scottish Cup preliminary round between Bonnie Rigroy's Athletic, who won fourteen nil against Burnt Island Shipyard. He says, what more could you want? Not more. Aren't they called Burnt Island Shipyard Amateurs? Possibly. That might be their full name. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's the operative word in this result. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, 14-0 to Bonnie Rig Rose Athletic. Yeah. I mean, to be Fantastic. fair, their entire island's been burnt to smithereens. Yeah, so well, they've done well to turn up. They have. Um, we don't know when that was, though. They could have had plenty of time True. to recover. Um, Rory Brace, this is a good one. He says, um, this is on the Facebook, he says, hearing Clive Tildesley mention that Slovakia right-sided midfield player was actually a right-back by trade in quotes, as though he's done a three-year apprenticeship under Gary Neville and is now fully Corgi registered. <laughs> <laughs> he can fit pipes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, we've got some, a lot of people get in touch about Snodgrass's hatcher against Malta, which we've obviously talked about. Um, the, the fixtures for the Scottish Cup first round are out. Obviously, always very enjoyable, that. Teams such as Keith FC involved. That's not a football club, that's just a man. You know the FC? Stands for football club, mate. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's general as well, that's throughout football. So uh, it's I think, a little I, fact for you there, Pete. I think they might be playing... A bank- I thought it was Keith, uh, former child. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. They're playing Banks of D. Banks of D. Banks of D. That Banks sounds like D. a sort of 90s um, kind of British hip hop. Sort of hip hop, like Chakadims right. and players, yeah. Banks of D, featuring Banks of D. <laughs> CS Strollers are playing um, Howick Royal Albert. Mm-hmm. Just be a nice one. Sounds like a pub. Um, Clacknacudin playing Sterling University. Sounds like um, a sort of sounds like a kind of Clanad style band. Uh, who else are in there? Dal Beatty Star are involved. Lynn Lithgow Rose are involved. Um, and the Cumbernauld Colts. Beautiful. Nice. You can't beat a bit the of that. Cumbernauld who, Colts. Who, who should we dish out the um, the mug to for the highlight of the week? So I'll, I'll, I'll do you I'll do you a recap. Dave McDonald met, nope. the, met the guy Pete went on holiday with. Jim doesn't want that one because it's a McDonald clan. Uh, Dave Humphreys, the Carnu shout. Uh, Mike Pyrie, uh, the Bonnie Big Rose Athletic. Uh, or Rory Brace talking about um, Corgi registered right backs. I, I, I think Rory. I think Rory's brought the most to the table. Tilsley Mensch, a Clive Tilsley Mensch, yeah. first of the season, I think. Got to be done. I'll tell you one thing Clive Tilsley did do, which is fantastic, is I'm pretty sure after about 15 seconds, he said to Glenn Hoddle, what do you make of the Sam Allardyce era, Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn Hoddle was like, oh, yeah, it was the early days. I've uh, got some views on disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he did say that. He did say that. Well, he's former life. So, Rory, no. you've got the mug, so get in touch. Email us at showatthefootballramble.com with mm. your address, and um, we will ensure that one are sought after... Um, uh, Football Ramble Market on its way to you, sir.
and we haven't touched it, so you can drink. Feel free to drink out of it. It'll be boxed, and It'll there will be, be no superficial damage to the package. And this, this applies <laughs> to all of the mugs, not yeah. just this one. Yeah, quite. Yeah, exactly. you can buy them on the site. If you don't want to think of something witty, just get your money in your pocket. Do an Abramovich and just chuck the money at it. <laughs> chuck money at the problem. <laughs> uh, Thefootballramble.com. You can do mugs, T-shirts, all sorts. Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, there's a couple of other stories that we, we need to sort of touch on before we leave. Okay. Before we shuffle off, is that all right with you? Yeah, by, yeah. by all means. All right. Uh, Tony Pulis, might, he, he was thinking about possibly leaving West Brom there was rumours circling and now he's had to come out and say I'm not mm. leaving West Brom but I am annoyed about their transfer policy the same <laughs> happened at Palace didn't it mm. Pulis' stint at Palace seems weird now seems like ages ago that's very clever from Pulis because he's talking about jumping before he's pushed because yeah. I heard he's under a lot of pressure at that club especially mm. around the local media well, there, was, there seems to have been talk that they were actually quite close to getting William Carvalho and it didn't come off which wow. would have been a huge coup it would have absolutely Absolutely would have done. That's just the Premier League money again. Yeah. Money talks. Mm. I mean, Chadley was their record, wasn't it, for, I yeah, think, 13, 13 million, yeah, yeah. which, you know, that's, that's a very modest uh, tr- record transfer fee, especially in the current climate. Mm. Indeed. Uh, Manchester United have uh, removed a plaque commemorating Sir Matt Busby from the director's box and kicked the Busby family out of their seats. What? Strong work. Can that be true? Apparently so. That's wow. what they've done. That's <laughs> a bit much, isn't it? That's up there with West Ham's treatment of, of Bobby Moore. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, Why yeah. did they think they can get... I mean, it's just one seat and a few seats for the That's family. That's up there with Pete Donaldson's treatment of the Scottish public. Disdain. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just can't nation. abide them, You, can't, you cannot help yourself, can you, Donaldson? <laughs> Goodness me. Um, uh, there's been a couple of stories from uh, women's football as well, which is quite Go interesting. Ahead. We've got um, Megan Rapinoe. Uh, she kneeled for the Star Spangled Banner. I saw this. Uh, in reference to, obviously, Copernic, the, the, the NFL player. And he said, she said... Uh, Copernicus. Sorry? Yeah. Copernicus. The, the, uh, the great astronomer. <laughs> Good, thank you for that. Uh, being a gay American, I know what it means to look at the flag and not have it protect all of your liberties. And bearing in mind that the things done under the British flag, or, or the English flag, uh, under the British crown uh, in the last 300 years, should we be looking to replace ours as well? Because we've done some pretty horrific things in the, in the last uh, 300 and 400 years. What, change, change since, our what? Our since our national anthem change has the been... Anthem so all of that goes away. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Sorry Clean about slate. that. Yeah. Just a song that says yeah. sorry. We will no longer be seeing compensation for your atrocities because we actually yeah. quite like your new anthem yes I think so <laughs> maybe sorry seems to be the hardest word right yeah. but like what you know you get those charity singles where it's, it's a cover version of something but there'll be a different famous person singing each line we'll just, we'll just like, do uh, that. The, like, the, like a Britain the, mega mix but perfect horrible day. perfect yes, day exactly perfect like day. the horrible perfect I, I'd day. like to I'd just like to see it go to um, be um, the old Elton John second version of Candle in the Wind oh beautiful <laughs> <laughs> goodbye was it Lady Di Goodbye, yeah. England's Rose. England's Rose. He's like, Beautiful. goodbye, Lady Die in the first goodbye, line. Goodbye, Lady Die. <laughs> yeah, go on. Sorry, so, you. So understated. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, be, Lady Die. Could be about anyone. Dead in a car crash. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> no Did not happen. Right, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah Thank I think you for so. joining us this evening, this morning, whenever uh, you choose to listen to the Football Ramble. We appreciate it. Marcus Bell will be back in Monday, Monday week. I don't know. When is he coming back? Uh, will he come back? Next week. This time next week. This he'll time be back. next week, the Speller yeah. Man will be back and. Uh, hopefully there'll have been some uh, non-international <laughs> underwhelming football happening ironically we've spoken more about Scottish football today <laughs> <laughs> than we ever have done when he's on the show expansive yeah. Scottish football yeah. chat that's what you get from the football ramble uh, thank you for joining us and uh, thank you to uh, Jim Campbell yeah I agree yeah Good. <laughs> goodbye Luke Miller goodbye England's Rose we've been the football ramble thanks for listening